Happy Thursday, everyone. We pushed this podcast a day so we could combine Bachelor Ari's finale with the After the Final Rose. We figured this was a good idea since ABC scheduled four and a half hours of drama and 30 minutes of Becca being tortured. Some guy in Austin and I discuss lots and lots of things like, is Ari a chotch? How much time is an appropriate amount of time to let pass before proposing to another woman? And should you propose on national television when your ex-fiancé is in the other room? And what exactly does the ABC contract entail? Spoiler, you sign your life away forever. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right. Let's do episode 42 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. It's Bachelor Ari's finale as well as After the Rose. So I don't want to get into After the Rose right now. I want to talk about yesterday's finale because it had lots and lots and lots and lots of clapback from all sorts of people. They were mad at Ari. They were mad at ABC. Some people were throwing shade at Lauren. It was just a hot... Chris Harrison, our host, got threats. Are you kidding me? It was just a hot mess. In general, some guy in Austin, tell me what you think about the finale. Were you surprised? I mean, sort of, you know what we I'm saying. We were a bit surprised. I mean, I think we, we kind of skirted around the possibilities and agreed that, that this actual scenario was was one of the three likely scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I can't tell you I was shocked, but, um, I, I'll give them credit for, you know, throwing 400 people in that little tiny hotel room and, yeah. and uh, filming that from every angle. But, right. um, you know, you're probably going to be surprised at some of my takes on this. I just, um, we might as well tell the readers, usually we do the, the listeners, we usually do this the day after and because of our schedules tomorrow, we just can't match up. So I literally just finished mm-hmm. watching the show. I think you did too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that it may be a little rough, but um, the night the last night show was not a huge shock for me. But I thought some of the coverage was different than mm-hmm. what I would have expected. To me, what they whenever they were pitching this, they were saying it's a it's a finale like you've never seen. So in my head, I'm thinking something bigger than a Mesnick has to happen, and it's going to be a Mesnick and a Womack squished together, and he's going to pick someone else, and they're not going to pick. I, I just kept thinking, but what they meant was we're going to give you 28 unedited, uncut reality TV show minutes, which has never happened in the history of TV. That's the part that they were talking about that was history-making, and yeah. that's the part that everybody was so upset about because it was just torture for Becca to have to go through all of that on national television. I feel, I think I told you, I, I told you basically the same thing that Becca said when Harrison asked her tonight, I know we're skipping ahead, but she said, look, it's what I signed up for. This is part of, part of what happened. And, um, you know, I don't blame you for showing it now. Granted, she'd probably just been told backstage, Hey, guess what? We're going to mm-hmm. bring out four new guys and you're the bachelorette. So mm-hmm. of course she's going to take one for the franchise, but mm-hmm. I think she was sincere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have thoughts on that too. We, we disagree on that a little bit, but let's just, I'm going to quickly recap really fast what happened leading up to the very end of the proposal, because man, they flew through it in about an yep. hour where you have, Harrison in the studio teeing up that, oh, this is the most controversial finale ever in the history of the franchise. Lauren yeah, meets... so him and his chicken little speech. How many times have we heard that? Yeah. You know? <laughs> he, he, he got a kick out of the, out of the episode last night too, which is why he's oh, he getting had, a lot of pushback. Yeah, he had a big, big fat smile on his face the whole time yes, with uh, money, money signs in his eyes. So <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. He had to work hard. He had to work hard last night and tonight, but <laughs> So the, they yeah. start off with meeting the parents and Lauren says nothing in front of the parents and cries a little bit and they all love her because she has yellow hair. And then Becca meets the parents and they equally love her and tell Ari that she's the one he needs to pick. So he basically... Well, before, but well, 
Well, but, but but let me cut you off. The the worst thing about that was was Ari's mom in her Dutch accent says, you know, we love Lauren, but uh, we're we're gonna give Becca really you know a fair shake today. And every one of them were like, "Hey, Becca, what do you think of Lauren?" Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, that oh, was really right, unfair. right. Every single member of Ari's family asked Becca what she thought of Lauren, which was yeah. the strangest, craziest thing. And she kept—you could see the defeat every time she went to a new family member. It's defeat, defeat, defeat. And by the end, she sort of bummed out. But did you also notice that um, there were very few brooding? Um, you know, introspective scenes of Ari roaming around Machu Picchu in his sweatshirt and his oh, yeah. or whatever. Um, and they didn't say that Peru was the perfect place to no, fall in love because it was not. Because exactly, it's perfect place to get break dumped, an engagement. Apparently. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. In your shark skin suit. <laughs> I, I was grateful that it what they got engaged in a place that was um, temperate. Sure. Um, no one was sweating. No one was sweating. They had that chocolate river behind him, which was little, great because he was in his windy. blueberry suit. It was yep. fine. There yeah. was, you know, a mile between where they they dropped the girl off at the top of the hill and she had to careen down to where he was. In that heels. was in heels. That was a, that was a little inconvenient, but you know, the intern put some rugs down to give some what traction. Did you, uh, <laughs> what did you think of? Uh, of Lauren's um, mm, slit, shaky, and... shaky dress. Oh, you know? I love the fringe. <laughs> I'm a fan of the fringe. But man, when she turned around and the slit was all the way up to her cheeks, that was mm-hmm. that was yeah. Well, look, you don't you don't have to uh, you know do Tell anything. Got to pee mm-hmm. in that dress. You just you know just or sit. Other cameras activities it's fine just all right there all right there so lauren gets to go to machu picchu and then becca gets to pet llamas and sit in the rain so that didn't really make sense that wasn't fair but and she also made a thunder rolls garth brooks joke which he did not get oh my gosh it went right over his head the thunder rolls and the lightning strike another love grows cold on a sleepless night As the storm blows all out of control Deep in her heart The thunder rolls Yeah. Um, did you notice or did, did you feel like the um, the mountains, The I'm, I'm assuming that's the Andes that they're in, correct? Uh, in Peru, right? And that, that part of Peru? I don't know. I'm not a good geography guy, but I think that's part of the Andes. Did you find those um, more animate than Lauren? <laughs> Certainly, I the more alpaca definitely yeah. had more personality than Lauren. The alpaca with the blue eyes. With the you blue just wanna, eyes. I didn't just, you just want to marry it? I did, uh, she could have. <laughs> it would have been the same thing. It was, yes, she was. The, the sad thing about Lauren is on he had decided to to choose Becca and he told the camera that but oh darn he has to go on this date with Lauren well she just opens up in Machu Picchu and is so excited because she's thinking I've got this I've won this the walls are coming down well then that well, messes be him fair, up I love you so much and I can't see a life without you is but, a pretty good indicator that think. he's chosen her right right yeah I mean I don't know though that's he tells everybody that, so she should have figured that out by then. But it'd be funny if he told Harrison that, like yeah. in their little meeting. <laughs> Listen, Baby I've Becca. done a lot of soul searching here. Uh, I'm I'm gay, and uh, I'd like it to be you. So let's let's get you sized and get Neil up here back to the hotel. <laughs> tungsten's in. No, no. I was about to say Harrison's gonna wear one of those rubber rings that can go anywhere (laughs) that's awesome oh that's great so anyway he proposes to becca and yay and um the bud of her rose falls off the stem and i thought dun 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 it's a exactly i said the same thing she dropped it and i said foreshadowing foreshadowing but anyway it shows them happy and in love and i'm not sure who is videoing them at one point you can tell it's a selfie video when they're in that hammock thing but then it shows them we're making pizza and we are doing the dishes and we're on our And then bed. some random person walks by. Yeah, Did you she, she looks like um like a hotel 
worker it or looked helper like one of the person. Peruvians had been kidnapped yeah. and taken back to right. Scottsdale. <laughs> Maybe so. I don't a know. Peruvian stowaway. There's a joke there somewhere. <laughs> it's in the grab bag with the Lululemon leggings and those boots and, that they got. And the stuff rats. Oh, did you did you see that she um she repurposed the Lululemon, uh, Lululemon leggings, say that five times, and, mm-hmm. and um, the Pooh Bear shirt, uh, <laughs> accented by a flannel shirt Lauren for did? her final day. Yes, she repurposed <laughs> the post-fantasy suite um, outfit, Pooh which Bear. I thought, you know, look, she didn't do it on purpose. She's not that sharp, but subconsciously it might have had an effect, I would think. Mm-hmm. True. So they're happy and in love. We're talking about Ari and Becca here. They're happy and in love. And then all of a sudden, we go to commercial. And when we come back, Harrison says, now things are a little bit different. Ari has changed his mind. And he tells the camera, Ari tells the camera, yeah, I made a mistake. And uh, I need to tell Becca today. And so then there's this big lead up of we're going to do unedited raw footage, which... Let's just take a moment to thank all of the film editors and TV editors in the world for, especially if you work on The Bachelor, because that was brutal. That was a lot of silence, a lot of dead air, a lot of water feature sound in the background. And a lot of people, a lot of crew members in the mirror. So many, so (laughs) So, many people make this show just Yeah, I mean, did they normally edit that out or they just tell them, look, it's on, get whatever footage you can... I have no idea. Obviously, there's two cameras on at all times so they can get the faces of each person. But there were a lot of people going around. And you could tell, which was so sad, that they are in L.A. now. And she's happy-go-lucky thinking, yay, I get to see him because they're not supposed to see each other. And then all of a sudden, he walks in with a whole bunch of cameras. And you can tell she's thinking, wait a minute. But he does a horrific job of telling her what he needs to tell her. He just, he never says, hey, this isn't working. I think we need to break up. Though None of that ever exits his mouth. He says, I think, you know, I mean, remember how I had these feelings for Lauren and I told you about them? And she's like, yeah. And it's like a breakup. It's going to take some time. And he says, yeah, but I just need to see if if there's a possibility there because I can't stop thinking about her. Do you think Kendall felt left out? (laughs) (laughs) She's got her animals and ping to keep her warm at night. She probably had just finished off her post-fantasy sweet dose of antibiotics. Right. Uh, um, so she had other stuff to, to focus on. But let me, I'll tell you two things from, from, um, as, as much as I think Ari's a, a schmuck. Oh, yeah. and that, that was another thing. Remember when, um, we, we did have a, a revisiting of the diary, the famous diary True. kept by many bachelor contestants in the past. Um, and I just pictured, you know, when she was writing her diary and crying, I was like, you know, she she like takes a step back to think for a second and looked skyward. Uh-huh. Um, and I thought she was probably thinking, now, how do you spell schmuck? <laughs> I'll just put S-H-S-C-H. <laughs> I'll just write yeah, Jack yeah. Wagon yeah. instead. It'll yeah. be fine. He's a judge. A-double-S. <laughs> Um, but did, there was a surprising lack of anger from her. I was really impressed with the way she handled it. And by the way, two things, any woman you're engaged to that can say, look, if you need to reach out to, you know, this other woman and get closure, then I support you precisely the reason she's the right person to ask. I mean, that's kind of support for someone who really loves you is she, you know, is not going to buckle down on it. I think we all know now with when Womack finally got engaged, you know, he said that Monday night was the most stressful mm. uh, time for him because Emily would watch the show and they would get in these huge fights. Yeah. Um, you know, so, and not that I'm bad mouthing Emily Maynard, I could never do that. Right. But, never. Um, no, I mean, but it, it's just as she's got the wherewithal at 26, 27 to be that mature about the relationship, mm-hmm. I think speaks a lot about her. So I, I, I really respected the way she handled that. And then, 
you know, n- there was no looking at the camera saying, get out of here. She could have mm-hmm. locked herself in that bathroom really right. easily and said, I'm not coming out like David Koresh. Right, right. <laughs> you know? And, and the, the part that made him slowly spiral out of control in all of our eyes, I think, is when she repeatedly asked him to leave and he and never he did. He turned into Lauren. <laughs> she sat sitting, there with a blank look just, on his face. It was <laughs> it was so strange. It was so odd. And and you're thinking, dude, leave. And then she, well, one time he does leave and then comes right back. And then she's saying, get out. There's nothing to say here because she realized immediately that he wasn't wanting to try out this possibility. He had chosen her. And of course, later on, we realized, yeah, he really chose her because you and I talked last night and we said, there's no way he's going to go through all of this effort if he hasn't already received some sort of green light from Lauren at this point. Well, and did you, I thought it was great when, um, uh, he goes there and he's having his panic attack tonight. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, man, this is going to be an uncomfortable conversation. No, she opens the door. He's like, you know, like oh, I mean, I you so much. Yeah. Yeah. So great. Reunited. So it's been had, a uh, month and a half since you out. dumped me in Peru. Yay. Well, so they and, had worked some things out, apparently. Oh, most definitely they had worked some things out. And, and the whole idea of her saying, get out. And then he turns into Lauren, like you said, and stares at her. And then, and so this, this is unedited, live, raw footage, not live, but raw footage. So we sit, we all sit there for two minutes and me yelling, get out. Yeah. And then I she says we were it all again. Yelling, leave. Yeah. She says it again. And it takes four times for him to finally get up. And that's the part where I kept saying every moment you're sitting there, you're losing respect from everybody here because she is graciously and nicely asking you to please get out of here right now and you're not doing it now you and I also talked about this was that producer driven did they say you need to stay until we give you the nod and he literally has nothing to say because he doesn't know what to say you and I also talked about how there was that moment of him needing validity. He needs her, the one person in the world who has every right to hate him, to say, it's fine. Go and be with Lauren. I wish you all the happiness. It's not me. And, you know, yes, he hurt her. And yes, he did this on live TV. But he needed her approval. He needed her stamp. He needed that validation. And she just wasn't giving it to him because he didn't deserve it. So that's what his problem is. And that's also the point when anybody who's ever been cheated on, and this wasn't technically cheating, but anyone who's ever been cheated on, they, the, the, the other person, the other party, in this case, it's Lauren, of course, she's going to go back to him. She doesn't see what all's going on on TV that we see. And it sounds like she still hasn't seen it because they said they didn't watch the show last night. But in all of the world, she is the one person in his life saying, you do have to follow your heart. This is the right thing. You can't go back to her. It is me. And you just, everybody just has to be cool with that. And that's basically how they ended the night. Just saying, we really don't care what anybody else says. The haters going to hate. We're going to go far, far away and just work on our relationship. And then we're going to come back and move in together. So a few thoughts. Um, and that was, that was quite of a, Quite a narrative right there, mm-hmm. Lindsay Ray. That was pretty impressive. Well, thank you. So, number I'm one, I'm the opposite of Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so number one, I, I disagree a little bit. I think he wanted her to get mad. You know, it's mm, a lot no. more. Mm-mm. I think it's a lot easier to stand up when somebody's mad and leave. Mm-hmm. I think seeing her be so gracious about it. And just ask him to leave um, mm-hmm. was more than he could handle in that moment. That's he my would thought. fold like a lawn chair if somebody got mad at him. Mm-mm. I don't know, man. He he was pretty. He had his mind made up and went in there. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, I thought that um, him sort of unburdening himself the way he did. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't that he was not too honest, but I don't think he chose his words carefully enough because a lot of the things he said were were pretty hurtful, you know, oh, he could absolutely. Said, and so I thought in any counselor, um, and I'll probably get called out on this, but any counselor 
um, will tell you that if you've had an affair in a relationship, if you cheated, whether you're married or you're, you're not, the worst thing you can do if it's fully over and you just want to move past it is to unburden yourself on the person mm -hmm. that you cheated on. It's just, it's a selfish move because you're just unburdening your own conscience and you're putting all of that hurt onto the other person. And I felt like he, you're right. He needed some validation like, Hey, I've done the right thing being honest. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that would have sufficed, but I think he also was ready for her to just kind of get angry at him. I feel like he thought, uh, maybe he deserved that, which he did. I will say I, you know, for all the grief the guy's getting, I think he took full responsibility. Yes. Um, I don't know what all went on behind the scenes, but he certainly said, Hey, this is my life and I had to do what's best for me. I respect that. Now let's, let's just, we're going to have to jump around now and get into the, after the final rose, because there's, there's this weird ripple of, is he telling the truth? Because Harrison invites all of the peanut gallery girls up in, which is oh, Becca Kay and Caroline and Kendall and CN and Tia. And he yeah. invites all of them up on the stage to say, well, what do y'all think about this? And it was Tia who said, I was with Lauren when he mm -hmm. reached out to her through social media, when he's saying, hey, can we talk? Now, all of that to say... Ari's whole deal is that, yeah, I asked Becca if I could do that. And it sounds like he did, but he just didn't tell her when he did it. So he had all of this conversation with Lauren trying to get their ducks in a row. And once he knew he had the green light, then he goes and does this on national TV, which is where people get a little ticked off. I can't assign, and, and maybe this is just the half full guy in me, but I have a really hard time assigning any malice to Ari. I, I think that his biggest crime here is being incredibly indecisive. Mm -hmm. I think he made the safest pick he could. Um, and he listened to, he even said, I listened to my logic side, not my emotional side, which mm -hmm. I'm thinking, well, that's usually what you should probably do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, logically thought out um, decisions, you know. Well if informed. A, if A, then, you know, whatever. If A, then B, you know. So, um, you know, he, he he seemed like he thought through the decision. But, you know, his heart wasn't in it. So he's going to uh -huh. get what he deserves either way. If it works, it works. I think um, I think one of our friends um, today sent an email um, saying that, uh, you know, she's not challenging for him and she's basically uh -huh. going to just, you know, arm yeah. candy and kind of do what he wants. I mean, she's already moving to Arizona. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Know, so, and um, they have a house cause he picked it out with Becca. So that's great. They just scratched <laughs> the name off the mortgage application. It, and, <laughs> hey, and by the way, what, what, where, why is she in Virginia beach in her own place? She, she, uh, she was she at her parents' Dallas? house is what it sounded like. She said she wanted oh, to be that? around family. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I have no idea what she does for a living. I forget. Is she one of the social media people? She's a tech salesperson, whatever oh, that means. I guess so. you can tech sell from anywhere because she was tech selling from Virginia Beach and she's going to tech sell from Arizona. It's going to be great. Mm -hmm. Here's what I was yeah. thinking. I, you have mentioned a couple of times that these people knew what they were signing up for. Yep. And I agree with that because you have said several times on this podcast and in your own blog that the ABC contract for The Bachelor is, is pretty solid. It's, br it's brutal. It's it's the thickest, most um, airtight release I've certainly ever seen in my entire career. So it's they got all their bases covered, man. Right. I mean, and you are so, a lawyer. I just thought I would remind people of that. So the, I need to be reminded occasionally. So thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm going to put a pin in what I want to say about that. But first, as a lawyer and and you watching from that viewpoint, do you feel like viewers have a right to be angry at ABC for, for putting that on television with how Harrison responded tonight, it felt so damage control to me. It felt like every five seconds he was saying, hey, Lauren, you're okay, right? You didn't hate that we did this to you, right? Hey, Ari, you're okay, right? You And Ari saying, I just wanted to break up with her on national TV so everybody could see that it was my fault, which seemed 
so weird to say. Contrived. Yes. And then it sounds like Becca is a little bit scripted as well, saying whatever it is that she was saying. Well, look, she's still got skin in the game on the the new show, so she's not going to... Yeah, I wasn't thinking that. At the time that she said all that, she knew she was going to be the Bachelorette, so... Yep. Do you think Um, they wanted her to be the Bachelorette? Do you think they're giving her a a bunch of money to be the Bachelorette? I I would, you know, that's the only way, if if she's smart, that's the only way I'd agree to it. I agree, I agree. Um, yeah, it's got to be about money, and and um, sure, why not take another two months off your life and do a bunch of cool stuff? I mean, if I was twenty six and single, that's exactly what I would do. I would take that opportunity. Now, um, here's here's a question that I have for you, and I know you don't have the I, I know you don't have the contract in front of you, and this is something you read a long time ago. But if you're saying you have signed, what do they generally sign saying that their whole entire life can be filmed? Yeah, I mean, they sign a blanket release into perpetuity, meaning forever, that okay. ABC can use the their image and likeness and voice anything about them that they capture um, any way they want, meaning they can edit it any way they want. They can, I mean, th- you're basically releasing any defamation claim, okay. uh, any, anything. Um, the only thing that I could think that would get them in potential hot water is intentionally you know, doing something like you know, portraying her to be a prostitute or something. I mm-hmm. mean, something that was clearly false and intentional. Um, you know, but they'd have to go pretty, pretty far in order to violate um, any any rights that they released. And you know, we we we've referred to this in the past as um, from from the name that shall not be spoken. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Hayden was the first person to point that out. I mean, he mm-hmm. basically said, "Look, you know, I said a whole bunch of stuff, and it came out the filter the opposite way." I don't think that was was going on here, but I think, you know, once they found this out, I'm sure they had a talk with both of them. She was clearly blindsided. He knew it was going to be filmed. And who said tonight? You know, he had the option to do it privately. Yeah. And maybe he should have done it privately. I don't know. That's what I was going to ask you, too, if... Because it sounds like baby Becca said it went during her little, she had a lot of wise things to say or interesting things yeah, to say tonight. she's not an idiot. She's no, smart. Not at but all. But the earrings were not a smart choice. No, they but, weren't. And uh, the bra. I mean, you know, it, she's kind of keeping with trend. She always liked to wear lingerie as her shirts. And so she did that tonight. Anyway, I think that whenever she said he had the choice to do it publicly or not, and then for Ari to come out and say I wanted to do it publicly so everybody would see that was on me all of that seemed like you said contrived that was all very 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 weird to me but some of the people social media the big the big noise yesterday was she did not sign up for this and everybody's saying oh but no she did you do sign that waiver like you said you signed the contract saying into perpetuity okay but she really Technically, I mean, technically she did, but emotionally, I guess, is a better way to put it. She didn't sign up for that because she didn't know that she was going to be, you know, proposed to and then dumped. And then they just sit there and show the whole, whole 28 minute unedited version. Look, I think the issue is really not what the contestants agree to, because there's obviously a disproportionate bargaining power there. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, it's ABC bargaining with, you know, somebody that lives in an apartment. You know, it's like, what 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 are you gonna what, what do you yeah. bring to the table? Right. Of course, now she's got some bargaining power mm-hmm. now that she's been jilted and all that. So the the irony is is that by allowing them to do that, she actually improved her bargaining position. It's the same sure. thing with Emily Mater. Remember how much money she got and oh. uh, she got to keep all the clothes. Remember all that stuff she oh, bargained yeah. for. And even but, you know had, when, had it in her hometown. She didn't even have to go to right. LA. In her giant house where little Ricky little had a Ricky, freaking cottage bigger than my right. garage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the little Ricky wing. How old is little Ricky the now? She's be I think she's, she's a teenager gonna, now. Yeah, she's got to be a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to your point. So, um, you know, obviously this disparity in bargaining power. And um, so ABC is the one with all the control there. And I think the only issue I would have with it is that they have a choice at some point to say, look, this is going to be bad. You know, like yes. maybe we shouldn't film this. Um, and that, that I think is a valid pushback, but here we are talking about it. And the Twitter scape is a buzz and mm-hmm. you know, any publicity is good publicity. That's true. Um, you- the other thing that I wanted to ask you too, mm-hmm. um, 
one of our friends today, um, I don't know if you were on our group email, but emailed about this awful, very public breakup she had with a fiance who left her for a waitress. Do you remember that email mm-hmm. today? Mm-hmm. Um, and she is a public figure and you know had to go through that in public. And her comment was, you know, look, all those emotions came pouring back. I haven't thought about that moment in years, but Mm -hmm. that's exactly how it happened for me. And that never really occurred to me that there were a lot of people watching that can relate precisely to what was going on. So in that sense, it was pretty smart TV, I thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was me, except instead of a proposal, it was a marriage. Right. Um, you know, and I've, I've been in a situation and look, I'm, I'm you can read all before. about it in my book, chapter 14, 15 and 16. Why okay, I hate on, green I'm beans. Gonna, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to, let me just step back for a second while you plug that again. Go right ahead. It's okay. Keep going. Keep going. Um, but no, I've been on both sides of that. I mean, I've been in a situation where I've sat across from somebody like Ari and, mm-hmm. and destroyed somebody's feelings and, uh, you just feel terrible about it. There's no easy way to do it if you're a decent person. Do you think um, ABC, while this was going on and the aftermath and everything, and they have some time to think about it, I mean, even Harrison said it was a no-brainer. Do you think the whole entire time when they're choosing to put it on television, they're thinking, but we're going to give Becca the bachelorette position anyway. So we're going to kind of save face. It's going to be a yin and a yang. What possibly could they do to make the entire audience not forgive them? And exactly. they know that. I mean, exactly. It's, you know, and then... Um, I did think, you know what the most tasteless part of the whole thing was, though? Hold on. Most tasteless part Let's of after the final rose? Yes. Him proposing to what? Yes. Dump. Oh, my God. What, what a moron. I, I, I said was... the same thing. I said he, all respect is gone now because nobody, yeah. even Harrison's like, yeah, we sort of clapped. I mean, nobody yeah. cared. That you know, they give them like, uh, hey, uh, distract Becca for a little bit backstage there. Yeah. <laughs> cover know? the monitor. Show her the please. bachelor contract. <laughs> Show her the contract. Show her the contract. Make her sign. Make her sign. Oh, my gosh. What and is then... all that applause? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just <laughs> just sign here. That smattering. Well, that's Ari's mom and dad and her military dad and, you know, certainly not Uncle Gary. He's over there with his cane. I think that that was horrible. Now, do you feel that Lauren is oblivious or is she just, yes. okay. Yes. Do you she's feel not, like she's, she's just oblivious? Bright. Okay. I don't, I don't think she's, she's, she doesn't strike me as very bright and mm-hmm. look, that may be her most endearing quality. You know, ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. And right. And, and somebody watching with me tonight said, I think they're perfect for each other. And I think they're probably going to make it as Chris Harrison said, Hey, it worked with Molly and Mesnick. We have a we have a really great success story she with have, people who said just kidding. Did she have work done or I think she's, is I think it's just a little I think she's I think she's a lot tanner, but she's just got she might have a little bow talks up in the Yeah, maybe. The I thought I, I couldn't figure out because she did have sort of that little kind of that that weird shape, not weird, but like sculptured nose, you know, yeah. and I thought, well, it doesn't look like it's been touched. How um, you, how bad did you want Melissa Rycraft to come out? Oh, you know, she was having no part of that. I mean, oh, she's she's moved on. That would, um, have, been so awesome. that would have been great. That would just smack Molly. Oh and my say, god, not Molly. That would have been great. Jason. I mean, uh, <laughs> no, she could just a girl fight. That would have been awesome oh. right there. Watch Mesnick and Harrison try to break that up like some <laughs> Real Housewives reunion show. Um, you know, the, the did you notice? Um, and I think this comment just summarizes Lauren. Um, first of all, I think she's a nice person. I just don't mm-hmm. think she's very deep, but. Um, when she came out and she like, you know, Ari gives her that hug and, and she just like walks right by Harrison mm-hmm. and he goes, Hey Lauren. And she turns around. She's like, Oh, hi Chris. And she sits down and he says, mm-hmm. now look, mm-hmm. I can't imagine what's going through your mind right now. And she goes, I can't either. But <laughs> that about like, that's, that's the, that's the that's you it. Know, cherry on top of the freaking Sunday uh-huh. right there. Somebody in our email chain today, you can tell it was very active today with our email <laughs> chain. There's like 900 of us on it. Um, no, there's about 17 or 18 of us on it. But somebody used the phrase one dimensional. And I said, yes, that, that is was her. Me. Was it? Was oh, me. look at you. Yeah. Go you. <laughs> Way to go you. Um, that is perfect description of her because it's not, 
like you said, she seems nice. We don't know any of her personality. They may have edited it out, but it's a very big red flag when <laughs> they is, edited out her entire personality. That's exactly right. But it's but it's <laughs> it's very telling when his entire family says, "Now what do y'all talk about again? And do you have deep conversations?" And the answer is no. And even Becca later on says, "And you and you said you don't y'all didn't talk about anything and you didn't have any anything in common so what do you think it is as a dude is it just all physical or does do you think he just needs like you said the the person who's not going to push back and it's going to be just the the one on his arm with the blonde hair that curls I think he's probably choosing his quote unquote type. And I've talked about this extensively on my, on my blog is I think a big mistake people make in relationships is they decide that they have a type. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you just look at the history, every breakup you've ever had, you know, you go for your type. And so it's uncomfortable for him to go with someone like Becca, who I think frankly is smarter than him. I think he was, he probably feels that. Um, she's certainly more motivated. Even his dad said that. You mm-hmm. remember that? Mm-hmm. that? Sometimes you need to kick it. I think she's the one to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are clearly issues that that he hasn't dealt with, and I don't think Lauren challenges him on any of that. So, yeah. how do you think? That's just my take. How do you think Becca looked tonight? Which Becca? <laughs> the Wonder Woman. The Wonder Woman Becca. The the new Bachelorette Becca. Oh, I thought she jilted. looked good. I yeah. thought she looked comfortable. Mm-hmm. I thought um, she came across as sincere. I wasn't a fan of the dress. Okay. Um, but no, I thought she looked she looked great. I think her hair was darker. Yeah, she's she's gone through a, a breakup makeover, which most yeah. people darken their hair. Um, so no, I thought she looked great. I thought uh, Becca, the other Becca, was slipping a little. She didn't look as no cute as I remember. She um, probably toked up right before though. She looked. Tired. Carolyn is gorgeous, but I think she's you know look her fifteen minutes were up. Mm-hmm. You know, she said, I know what you ago. did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, that was it. As as we did last year with Rachel being announced as the next Bachelorette, they they trotted out four or five guys for Becca to meet this go round. Um, I think none of their suits fit. Hold on. I mean, where do these guys get these jackets? I mean, it's like they got sized, you know, when they were 14. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. How do you feel? Don't talk about the guys right now. How do you feel Becca handled herself during all of that? I mean, there's no way to not feel like a complete fool. Right. Um, it's so awkward. I, I mean, like the, that she the said, banjo, for God's sake. What do I do with my hands? I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I thought you put them over your eyes right. and pretend you're somewhere else. Now, that's what was, that was, uh, I was so frustrated because I think five guys came out, five, four or five guys, and the first one stayed way too long. He was the South African guy that with the bow tie. And mm-hmm. um, he said, I'm blushing. You can't tell for obvious reasons because he's black. But he seemed okay, just a little too meh. And then a chach came out who <laughs> looked at the camera the entire time and not her. And he had really white teeth. And then you hear a banjo and you think, mm-hmm. oh, gosh, a musical guy. Um, oddly it's enough. It's bluegrass version of Wes <laughs> Hayden. <laughs> and that other guy, what's his name? The blonde guy. Tyler? No. TJ? No. What's his name? You remember him. Oh. Who are you? Who are you talking about? The guy who played on the convertible car, and he kept mm, what's his James name? Taylor. Yes, James Taylor. <laughs> Why do I remember that? Not the not the real James Taylor. Because you can pull stuff like that out of your head, which is why we podcast together. Because I would still be sitting here going, yeah. "What's his name?" But what's so his we've name? had three failed country musicians right. on the show. Remember, now, we, we had we had Wes, and then we had Lee, who was a oh, bit racist. Mm-hmm. And almost got his head ripped Luke, off by Kenny. Luke, Luke likes a guitar, and he has a yeah, he has but he, he wasn't a, he wasn't an official musician at the time, though, right? Mm, true. He was military. Bone yeah, and then and guy. then we had uh, James Taylor, who is just a freaking chucklehead. That yeah. guy, I, I don't know how he made it on the show. Now, do you feel um, like banjo guy? That's just his thing. Like he knows how to play the banjo, but it's not to play the banjo. It's not musical look, related because I liked him out of all the five. He was my favorite. I just think, look, if you don't want to be made 
a fool out of, I think you just leave that off your application. You know, uh-huh. you know, you just don't put "I play the banjo" because you know they're gonna make you drag it out. That's talent, though. Banjo is hard. <laughs> it's real hard to play, <laughs> but you just look like a freaking yokel playing the thing. Um, you know, Roy Clark was the last person I remember played the bit. Well, Steve Martin plays. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do like bluegrass. Taylor music, Swift but... plays the banjo. No, let's not talk about Taylor Swift. You know, I have different opinions mm-hmm. on that song. Uh, there was Darius who came out and he apologized on behalf of his gender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the last guy walked a horse into the studio, which I found odd. And then yeah. he said something about when you fall off the horse, you have to get back on it. And then he hoisted her up and she flashed mm-hmm. everybody in the first and second rows and felt Akko on the back of that horse. It was weird. I kept willing him for to take her down and get off the horse, get off the horse. It never happened. But, you think that was the same horse that was behind Ari in yes. in Peru? Yes. Well, what do you think? What do you think about her being the next bachelorette? Are you excited? I you know, I would like to see Tia, but she, you know, it's fine. You know it, Tia it, was like, dang, I was so close. Yeah, she got dumped twice. I bet she's very much um, looking forward to Paradise, though. You know she's going to go. I think all of those girls are going to go who were there. I think so, too. I, I mean, agree. He's already invited baby Becca to go. But. Yeah, she, she, well, you know, anywhere there's marijuana. <laughs> Sign me She's up. like, Mexico? Sure. And no problem. <laughs> just, we just cut out the middleman and uh, just fly me where the pot is. <laughs> it looked like she could have smoked those earrings. <laughs> um, or, or, you know, like use them to uh, tie her curtains. It's some kind of, what do they call it? A tassel? A tassel. Yeah. My mama loves a tassel. <laughs> I'll tell mom you made that comparison because she texted me today and says Ari needs to go to a cave and stay there. Well, I don't feel that strongly about it. I, I Look, I think you got to cut passionate. him a little slack. Mm-hmm. Let, let me, let me, let, let's go with the other scenario. Mm-hmm. What if he had gone through it with it and they end up breaking up? you know, very publicly as, you know, these couples often do. Yeah. You know, is he a bad guy then? Because he didn't, we'd be hearing how he was dishonest and his heart was elsewhere and blah, mm-hmm. blah. Mm-hmm. So I don't, and, and I don't agree with Becca when she said that the other Becca, um, when she said that Lauren should just run as fast as possible. I, I don't think Yeah, it's certainly, again, I don't want to sign any malice to it. I think he, got in way over his head and he felt the pressure to be engaged. And, you know, he took his, um, his mom who, by the way, still looks exactly like crystal. So much Um, like crystal. Mm. uh, I liked how Mesnick said that people yelled at him in the street. (laughs) (laughs) Did I ever tell you that story when I was, uh, at the broken spoke and, uh, Wes was there. Did I ever tell you that story about like I close the place down this was right when the show was airing. I'm done. I'm walking out, and he's about ten feet in front of me. We're walking out of this bar at whatever they, they close at one, so it's like one fifteen in the morning. And I, I'm walking out, and I turn to to kind of the left, so I have my back toward the bar. And this this girl steps out of the bar and yells, "You <laughs> Wes!" at the top of her lungs. He does. And he turned around like. You know, okay. like, what am I supposed to <laughs> estimate the size of the crowd? And I use the, the term crowd liberally. As I said, there were dozens of us there. If I had to guess, I would say 22. Would which you is have respectable? Felt, no, would you have felt now? I was at your book thing and there were probably two to 300 people there, would you say? Yeah. Would, would you have felt really inadequate if there were less people? That showed up for Worst free beer. Nightmare. <laughs> I'm doing you know, a book tell you signing a about next that? weekend, and that's my biggest fear: is that two people are going to show up. It, can mm. I tell you a secret? And tell me. You promise not to hate me. Mm-hmm. I actually, um, I got online before your book signing thing, and I was going to see how much it would cost to get Wes Hayden to play. Uh, <laughs> and then I thought against it. So well, how much I was should've. it? Fifty bucks in a case. Yeah. Of beer? <laughs> <laughs> Case Lone Star, there you go. Done and done. Do you think that uh, Ari and Lauren take 
um, Mesnick's advice and book plane ticket to small town for a few weeks. Yeah, they they said they were getting out of town. They said they were going on vacation, which is smart, and they're going to unplug from social media, which is also smart. They they do I they need to get, they need to get out. That meant they're going to be on Good Morning America tomorrow, and that was another thing too. I was like, he should have proposed on Good Morning America if they're going to make him do it on live television. Well, or television. First of all, the Neil Lane ring wasn't even cold yet. You know, I mean, it probably still had. <laughs> I think it was the same one, just recently. I know it probably still had uh, Ooh, Becca's makeup on it. It probably. Oh, it probably still had her tears all over it. <laughs> and Emily Maynard's tears, because you know it's all the same ring. He just keeps. He just has Ari's tag on it, and I uh, heard today that The Bachelor has jumped the shark. Would you agree with that statement? I don't agree with that. I, think. I don't either. Would you take the opportunity if you were in a different stage of your life? To be on yeah. The Bachelor? Yeah, you're 20. Let's say you're 23 and, you know, you're a tech salesperson from Dallas. <laughs> the, the the sad part about that is um, I don't do well in social situations, so I would probably be exactly like Lauren, but not picked. <laughs> no, I find it really hard to believe. I think... You, you might be able to carry on a conversation. Hey, would you do The Bachelor? Would you be The Bachelor? Yeah, I think I would. Would you be uh, a I, contestant on The Bachelorette? That I would have a harder time with. Mm-hmm. Um, it, just because I, would, I wouldn't do well in the mansion with a bunch of egos running around. I just couldn't. If you, uh, were, if you were on the show as a contestant on the bachelorette what would be your opening line whenever you get out of the limo i want to know what you're wearing and i want to know what your opening icebreaker line is to the girl i would say do you know what would look good on you what come on play play along (laughs) okay i get out of the limo i'm wearing a black a, a blue suit um tastefully tailored that is it um, like a blueberry color uh, no, it, it it it's a it's a a navy suit, okay, a tasteful tie, and and uh, my pants um, <laughs> don't hug my nuts, and my they go below my ankles. Okay, hold uh, on, my, my let jacket, me get this I, visual. I can bend my arms in my jacket without endangering the seams uh, from busting. Um, I can button it without doing any uh-huh. damage to my diaphragm. Okay. <laughs> um, and I would come in in a limo. Uh-huh. Um, I would not come in on a cupcake. A cupcake um, uh, uh, on a, a mini animal. car. Mm-hmm. Uh, any sort of animal. You I would just ride an exit animal. the limo like a normal man. Like like Cary look like Cary Grant man. So so that would be my appearance. And then I would come in. I would say, Are you wearing boots? Um, I think I might wear boots. I, yeah, I would I figure I you would boots. wear boots. Yeah. And then I would say, it's really nice to meet you. Do you know what would look good on you? What? Me. Oh, I don't like that. You need to find another one. Because <laughs> she would already be like, yuck. No, yeah, I, try again. I, try again. Do another one. A better I, I one. Know. Um, I, you know, I was never good at one-liners. You know, I, I always, I mean, I, I have a bunch, but I, I would say. I was never good at one-liners. Women just loved me no matter what. No, I, but I was always good at saying, you know, a big smile on my face. And I would say, you know, hello. <laughs> my name is. <laughs> Imagine that, you know. <laughs> um, you know, I'm lost. Can you give me directions to your heart? How about that? Ooh. No, mm-mm, mm-mm. or the angel falling from heaven or something. I don't yeah. know. Mm-mm. See, um, this is this is what I see you, on are movies. About, not, nobody's you, ever said it to me before. About, are you a parking ticket? No, because you've got fine written all over you. Mm, that's my <laughs> so favorite. Come, that's my favorite of so, all the okay. dorky ones. Would you grab my arm so I can tell my friends I've been touched by an angel? Lame. <laughs> how is how is heaven when you left it? Mm-mm, mm-mm. The fine one is the best one. All right. So no, I, I think my my deal would just be, hey, uh, you know, I'm some guy in Austin, and um, you know, these guys are a bunch of chaches. <laughs> Pick me, love me, choose me. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not going to do chin ups on the veranda. Okay. Um, I'm Will not going to eat only meat and protein. 
No, I think I would take way too much advantage of the free booze, though. That would be I would be like that guy that fell asleep on um, <laughs> Ashley's season. Remember that guy? He passed yeah. out at the party. Right. <laughs> that would be me. He didn't even get to the rose ceremony. No, no, they just let him go, and mm-hmm. um, I, I wouldn't need a full season to decide. <laughs> I would need three shows. Follow me here. The first show would be a cocktail party. Okay. And then I would just Cut ply half everybody. Of them. With- yeah, I mean, you just figure out who can't hold their booze, um, and they're done, right? So then that narrows it to like fifteen, maybe. Okay. Okay. So enough twenty-nine to fifteen, and then the next day you have a pool party. Okay. Same thing. Cut that, half. That'll get that'll get you that'll get you down to about seven, right? And then the third day, I show up at the house early, and I say we're leaving in fifteen minutes. Whoever doesn't make the bus. Going home. Ah, interesting. Let's say there's five left. Then I would need a week of fantasy sweet dates, and then I would decide. Okay. (laughs) That would be my. So I could I could do the bachelor inside of you know. You could do it in place of winter games next year. Yeah, I could do it inside of a couple weeks, Mm. and make a good decision. And you would propose at the end. And then you know me, I'm I've never I don't like traveling out of the United States. I refuse to. You don't like to go over water. No, that's not the issue. It's just I'm more of a xenophobe than anything else. I just I you know, I'm comfortable in Texas and that's where I'm at. So the whole show would take place in Texas. <laughs> I might fly to LA to do the the driveway thing with Harrison. Mama and Daddy have two bedrooms upstairs. That but y'all can you know, go to Hallsville. <laughs> That would be great. For but your the, fantasy yeah, suite. That would be, yeah. You hear, you hear your mom going, what's going on up there? Keep it down. You need help. We're trying to, we're trying to watch Family Feud or whatever they watch over there in Hallsville. Uh, family Feud. We have feud, a bowling day. We can have, definitely have a bowling day We don't have a bowling alley. No, we don't. You'd have really? to go to the Sonic. The VFW. Um, The VFW. You could go to the Water Tower. Oh, hey, by the way. Do you know when Becca was making her journey home and she was packing her bags and then mm-hmm. walking solemnly to the airport tram? Yeah. I thought it was incredibly insensitive not to upgrade her to first class. I know. She <laughs> sat between the, the fat guy seat. and the Yeah, in the middle <laughs> seat between a fat guy and another fat guy. With a GoPro. Yeah. Here, we're going to need you to film yourself in the middle <laughs> exactly. seat, please. Yeah. Yeah. Look for she Lauren. Keep, even keep her reading light on. She couldn't even sleep. I thought, man, that's that sucks. They could at least buy her a first class ticket. <laughs> ah, well, this has been fabulous. I think we've covered all the bases and more. Okay, so let me just just so you and I are on the same page now, because obviously there's going to be some some more group emails tomorrow, and I want to make sure uh-huh. as one as one of as I think the only man on that that group email. You are. All right. How do we feel about Ari? I don't care about Ari. (laughs) (laughs) You're indifferent. You're not angry with him or you don't feel. I just want him to go away. (laughs) I don't care about Ari. I don't care about Lauren. Okay. I don't care about either of them. I'm excited that Becca's the bachelorette and let's move on. Okay. Well, all right. Then that will definitely be, um, I will, I will comport my feelings to, um, Align with yours as I sleep this evening. And when I wake up tomorrow, you can call me and say, how do you feel about Ari? And my answer is going to be, I don't care about Ari. I just want, I just want Becca to be happy. There you go. And I think she is. She's got a banjo player in her future. Yeah, look, I mean, there, there's there's going to be a, a time in her life in the very near future where she realized that she dodged a bullet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a little help, you know, trying to... Trying to help you out here on your podcast and make it interesting. I'm that so was such tired. A Lauren, that, was such a Lauren, that was a Lauren moment right there. Now we know how Ari feels every conversation. Thank y'all for listening. I'd love to connect on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Lindsay or on Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay Ray. It would be so nice if you would review the podcast on iTunes. And don't forget to check out my book, Why I Hate Green Beans, at your favorite retailer. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever.